Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. The basis for our sermon meditation this morning is our gospel reading from Matthew chapter 5, and you'll be reminded of Jesus' words here very shortly. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, 2,000 years ago, there was a Jewish rabbi by the name of Hillel the Elder who said, If not you, then who? If not now, then when? His words were meant to inspire people to take action, to get involved, and to not wait around for someone else to step up and do it. His words have been used in political speeches by John F. Kennedy, Ronald Reagan, the civil rights leader John Lewis. And all of them used it to inspire people to step up, to take action, to get involved. Around the time of Hillel the Elder, there was another Jewish rabbi. His name was Jesus. And he made a similar point by comparing his disciples to salt and light. Jesus said, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Jesus' words are meant to inspire his disciples to be active in the world, to get involved, and to not wait for other people to step up and do it for them. You are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world when you live according to God's commandments and not according to the ways of the world. When you live as faithful disciples of Jesus and refuse to listen to your sinful self. To be salt of the earth and light of the world is to be those people who show the world that God's way is the best way to live. Notice what Jesus says here. He says that if you are his disciples, you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Only Jesus' disciples have this particular calling. Only Jesus' disciples have this calling to have this kind of influence on the world and on other people. No one else has this calling. You cannot be a disciple of Jesus and choose not to be salt and light. To choose not to be salt and light is to become completely useless. Salt that's lost its taste. Light that is hidden and cannot be seen. 
you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are the means by which God blesses people in this world. If not you, then who? If Jesus sends disciples like you out into the world to make a difference, then one thing is perfectly clear. The world needs you. Sin has broken the world. The world is an evil and corrupt place and the people in the world are trapped in the darkness of sin. And they need you right now. You see, the real tragedy of Jesus' disciples choosing not to be salt of the earth and light of the world is that other people suffer because of it. Jesus sends us, us, sends us out as his disciples to be salt and light because the world needs to be salted. It needs the light of Christ to be shine into it. And it needs it right now. If you are not being salt of the earth and light of the world now, then when will you be? This is where the people in our Old Testament reading were failing. The Israelites look to God and they say, God, we have been worshiping you, we have been fasting as you have asked us to do. But you don't notice. You don't seem to care. You're not rewarding us for it. And they want to know, what's the point of worshiping God? What's the point of doing this fasting if God's not going to pay attention, if he's not going to see and he's not going to reward us? And God tells the people of Israel that fasting was supposed to be a time of reflection and repentance of sin. Fasting was to be a time where their hearts were changed and their hearts were turned back towards God. God tells them that the purpose for worship was not just for them to come and receive the blessings of the Lord as if that were the only thing that mattered. But the worship of God was supposed to change their hearts and their lives so that they would go out and make a difference in the world. They couldn't come to worship once a week and then leave and be indifferent to the problems of the world, to the sufferings that other people were experiencing. And that's where the people of Israel were failing. They were failing to take their worship with them when they left and to make a difference in the world, and to be salt and light in the world. We shouldn't be like the Israelites. 
our focus cannot solely be on coming to church on Sunday and having it not change our hearts and our lives when we leave and experience the world outside. Our focus should not solely be on the worship that we do and the blessings that we receive in it. But that the worship of God changes our hearts and our lives so that we go out as Jesus' disciples to be salt and light in the world. You see, God wants both things. He wants us both to worship Him and to serve our neighbors to be salt and light in the world. And so we have to confess to Jesus that sometimes we have not been the salt of the earth. That sometimes we have lost our saltiness. We have to confess to Jesus that sometimes we have not been the light of the world, that we have hidden our light. We have to confess to Jesus that sometimes people have gone without our help and they have suffered for it. We have to confess to Jesus that sometimes when volunteers were needed, we looked away. We turned our glance. We have to confess to Jesus that sometimes we said, well, you can't help everybody. But then it turns out that we don't really help anybody. But we don't have to be afraid to confess to Jesus that we have sometimes not been salt of the earth and light of the world. Your place as a disciple of Jesus is not determined by how well you've been salt and light. Your place as a disciple of Jesus, your place in the kingdom of God, has been made secure by your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. while sometimes we have a tendency to take one giant step backward when we have the opportunity to be salt and light, our Savior Jesus took a giant step forward when he saw us in our desperate time of need. When Jesus saw that we were slaves to Satan, Jesus went out into the wilderness and fasted for 40 days and 40 nights being tempted by the devil every day. And he came back victorious for us. When Jesus saw that we were trapped in sin, he took a giant step forward and offered his life on the cross for us in our place. And his death on the cross takes away all of our sins, even those sins when we have failed to be salt and light in the world. Jesus, when he saw that we were trapped in death, experienced death for us in our place, and he laid in that tomb for three days, 
And he rose again three days later, having conquered death for us in our place to give us the assurance that we too will rise again from the dead. Jesus was the salt of the earth and light of the world that we needed most. And when we needed him the most, he stepped up. He was active. He got involved in the lives of his people. And today, once again, your Lord Jesus takes a giant step forward and he meets you here in this place. When you come forward to receive the body and blood of your Lord Jesus Christ in this bread and wine, you receive the forgiveness of your sins and a renewed strength to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Be salt of the earth and the light of the world. To be active in the world, to be active in the lives of other people. That is what Jesus is calling you to do as his disciples. Jesus is not asking us to do the impossible, but he is asking us to do ordinary things in extraordinary ways. He is asking us to be extraordinary in our lives of purity and faithfulness and love and generosity. He's calling us to be extraordinary husbands and wives and children. Remarkable neighbors, employers and employees. Powerful citizens and friends. Jesus is calling you as his disciples with unique talents and gifts to go out into the world and to be salt and light. So go ahead. Go into the world. Adopt that child. Be that foster parent. Listen to that friend who's going through a hard time. Volunteer to coach that team. Run for political office. Get that degree and enter into that profession. Rescue that cat or dog. Help someone who seems overwhelmed. Tell someone about the love of Jesus and the forgiveness that he gives. But whatever you do, just do something, anything, to be salt of the earth and light of the world. Who are you to be salt of the earth and light of the world? You're the disciple that Jesus has called, who has given unique gifts and talents to, to be used in the world to help those who are suffering to help those who need it. You could be the answer to God's answer to someone else's prayers. If not you, 
then who? If not now, then when? Go, be salt and light. The world needs you now. Amen.